Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. So as we kick off this another day of transformation, as we continue to move forward in all of our goals and our lives, 
know, take a take a moment here and, and think about everything that we just heard this morning. You know, having fun, making impact, traveling, doing all the things. But have you considered each and every one of you it's hearing my voice right now? Have you considered how your decisions, small or large, can lead to your transformation? You don't have to just be on the sidelines and listen to what everyone else got going on. What is it that that you can do today in your decisions, the things that you need to change to create your transformation that can lead you, you, I'm talking to all of you, to your hashtag best life viewpoint. You know, yesterday, there was a certain word that that stood out to me more than usual than, than any other day. As I was listening throughout the day, whether I'm talking with people regarding kids or ex-husbands or partners or situations with employees or friends. And that word really had me thinking as I reflected on my, my own thoughts to, to share with you so that you can get the benefit from getting inside the mind of a clinical psychologist and psychotherapist. And that word is maturity, specifically emotional maturity. For some of you right now, there is something that came to mind immediately, or perhaps it was a person that came to mind. Hopefully you're not sitting or laying next to that person, <laughs> but something came to mind. But consider this, when we think about emotional maturity, and I do want you to reflect on this word in the next 10 minutes or so, it has nothing to do with a, a numerical age, right? Think about this. You know, we think about emotional actually emotional immaturity, let me go there for a minute. Emotional immaturity is far more common. Think about yourself, not the person next to you. And it revolves around the inability to tolerate. Think about this. When we think about transformation, meeting our goals, meeting that woman or that man of our dreams or getting into business partnerships and transforming where we wanna go, especially this next year, this next day, this next month, this next hour. You know, and those who are emotionally immature, I'm using the word immature, they have trouble tolerating their own emotions. So think about this for a minute. If we see you on your worst day, or when you're most stressed, or you're in traffic, or you and your spouse are fighting, and she says to you, or he says to you, you're acting like a child. Consider it for a moment <laughs> that you perhaps are. You know, so let's think about this. When we think about emotional immaturity, and this may be some of you in this moment, I'm about to give you some examples. This is how it looks like, but we can familiarize this, especially in our relationships and in our life. We can become familiar with this immature behavior. You cope by, with anger by slamming a door, or you're so disappointed with your spouse or friend you deploy that silent treatment. Mm-hmm. I bet someone came to mind now, huh? Maybe even you. So emotional immature people, right? They're so uncomfortable with their emotions that they typically lash out and become, this is something very common, bet you all been there, defensive or completely shut down whenever they experience certain emotions. You know, some days I witness this multiple times throughout my, my work, especially with, with couples. So I learn a lot just from being in the observer chair as I help them through it. But this can look like the father, and this may have been even your father, who screams, stop being so dramatic. <laughs> 
when his child's emotions run counter to his own. You know, there's usually something to be said, just a, a thought for you, that when you mostly get triggered in your parenting for those that have children, it's usually a reflection of something about you or potentially something that you need to be unhealed. Or if there is something that you got stuck at a certain age, when your child is at a certain age, you may not know exactly what it is, but you feel it inside. That's usually an indication that there's something there that needs to be looked at. Or it can even be that friend, right, who completely shuts down and she or he goes silent after you and her had a disagreement. But think about this. This behavior, and I want you to reflect on your own, because sometimes we can block our own blessing. We can block our own transformation by not looking at the things inside of us and to continue to grow and to kind of take out the weeds inside of our eternal world. But when we look at this behavior in particular, it's usually the result of our inability to witness another person's discomfort. Hey, I can witness this, especially in the counseling world. As soon as someone cries, someone gets uncomfortable and they immediately grab that tissue. Yes, we may think it's about that other person, but it's really about that discomfort of seeing someone in their sorrow, their sadness, or even their anger. Hey, we all want the happy, but we don't want the sad. So when we have that inability to, to tolerate the mere existence of different emotions, we, it can get us at a stuck point inside of us. So we want to transform. We want to make decisions. We want to do things. We can get in our own way because other people's perspectives can feel threatening and we fear. Hey, listeners, if you enjoy listening to Breakfast with Champions, we can bet you care about your daily routine. Do you want to know the secret to the perfect routine? It's the perfect morning. Glenn has written a free ebook called The Morning Five, five simple steps to an extraordinary morning. If you can transform your morning, you can transform your life. Head on over to themorningfive.com to learn more about the five ways you can change the way you start your day. Them being intolerable of us. You know, I've watched many times where a spouse can get upset for the mere fact and many of you probably can relate to this as I'm getting ready to say this, the mere fact that their spouse or their partner is upset about something, they get upset about their partner getting upset. <laughs> There's an indication, at least from our perspective, of some emotional immaturity. So when we consider emotional immaturity with the focus in particular on parenting, I wanna help a few of you today. It looks like the lack of emotional responsiveness that's necessary to meet children's emotional needs, right? When, when children have needs that are not met or not responded to, you're now adults who are now, now having temper tantrums or can't hold someone else's emotions. And especially if we're leading teams and we're in leadership roles, not only of our family, but in our teams or in community, right? our ability to tolerate stress and our ability to tolerate our own emotions and to, to understand what goes on inside of us can create safety and make other people feel accepted by us. So it's important. But when we think about the, in particular, as I'm talking about parenting, the outcome for children of an emotional immature parent figure is loneliness. It's loneliness, which for most people is a vague and it's a private experience. But if you've experienced that, you might call it a feeling of, of emptiness or being alone in this world is usually how people will describe it to me. 
you know, I like to give a lot of resources, you know, a resource that you can read, a side note, a resource you can read if this topic is of interest to you is a book called that we, that I um, read in my Women Redeemed community. This is one of the books that we read, but it's adult children of emotionally immature parents, how to heal from distant rejecting or self-involved parents by Lindsay uh, Gibson. It's a great, great book, not a long read, but it's a great book especially many of us were raised by emotionally immature parents. <laughs> we really look at it. it's not to, to blame our parents, but it's to understand potentially things that you may struggle with internally. So think about it for a moment. How can you know what really, really makes you happy if you don't know what you really need? Because you have yet to heal potentially from the feeling of chronic loneliness, which, you know, Social media apps like Clubhouse is a big draw for a lot of people that were lonely in the, in the pandemic or just in life, right? Gives you that sense of community of, of someone hearing and seeing you, which can be a great thing. But if we're not healed, right, we can also be creating a different type of cycle in our life. Or that person that may struggle with that constant feeling that something is wrong with them. You know, sometimes I can have people describe to me that, you know what, even though I have this great career, I have all these people around me, I still feel like there's just something missing, there's something wrong with me. So this can in fact be that blocker from getting, from getting you to that next level of transformation. We all want the transformation, but we're not all willing to do the work. So when we think about that feeling of, of emptiness, you know, I believe it can come from a continued disconnection from your true authentic self, true authentic self. You know, I was listening to one of my, my mentors recently, he was taking um, a, a class, and he made this comment, someone was asking him a question, and he made this comment in response to them. They had asked him about like benchmarking and studying what other people were doing to be inspired. And he's like, I never benchmark people. I never look at what other people are doing. Yeah, to a certain degree with uh, SWOT analysis, you got to do those types of things, but Focus on your authentic self. Show up as who you are. And someone was going back and forth with him. And he said, look, you know, at one point I was listening to Tony Robbins. And, you know, I would listen to him all the time to be inspired. He said, the next thing you know, I was speaking like Tony Robbins. He's like, you just can't help it once you start benchmarking other people. So I'm telling you, find your true authentic self and get into that space. You know, but those that were raised in homes where free self-expression was not supported, they can find this difficult. This is why we got to do the work because they can overly focus on what, what other people think or feel about them. And that's common for many people. And I kind of think about in our conversations, especially in the counseling psychology world, you know, we believe that one reason why social anxiety is such an epidemic today, you know, we see that, that social anxiety, that over-focus on appearance playing out in the, especially this new virtual arena of social media that many of us engage in daily, right? That obsession with the views, the likes being driven largely by our unmet needs to be seen and heard. And I'm not talking about you just building your audience from a business standpoint. I'm talking about when we are obsessed about posting that perfect picture to get everyone's approval that you really are someone in this world. That's something that you want to check within you. Where's that coming from? What's unfulfilled? Because that'll be an empty, empty place when we're constantly seeking the validation of who we are outside of ourselves. As I witnessed many, many people who have worked with that spend loads, loads of mental energy trying to be understood. Because that fear of being misunderstood can drive your body's physiological reaction 
And it can even propel you into stress responses in which repeated thought patterns and egoic stories drive your behavior, right? This fear that binds your sense of identity with the perceived approval or disapproval of others. So healing, you know, I'm going to go there. Healing, as you now know, it takes daily commitment and it has to be chosen. We can't choose transformation without choosing healing. You're going to fail every time. It's just a matter of when. So when we think about having to choose every day to walk on our healing path each and every day, it's a conscious decision, but it's an internal battle for a lot of people. Walk with them in the valley every day on that internal battle to not return to their old ways of responding or doing and keeping what they're building and walking in that new, healed, mature version of themselves, of yourself. But this is what happens. This is where the rub happens. When your loved one, the one that you sleep with every single night that you're building a life with, when they're on a different path, that's not the same path that you're on. I'm going to give you a little insight. <laughs> this is easier said than done. It's helpful to stop fighting that reality. To stop fighting that reality. Even if you're married to that person. Because when you free up some of that energy to practice accepting all of your feelings about your reality, you know, it's really, really okay. And I know it's hard for people to understand this. It's okay that your loved one doesn't choose to be on the same path as you. But what happens is that reality and the challenge of you facing that fact will test your own emotional maturity. You see that big word, two words, emotional maturity, it matters in everywhere we go and how we show up. Because one of the major achievements of emotional maturity is you, all of us learning how to be at peace with being misunderstood or in misunderstandings, especially in certain settings. Because this is going to help you to continue to live your life as your most authentic self, no matter what the fallout may be. Think about that. Many times we don't want to live in our true authentic self because we're anticipating a fallout or what someone thinks or who's not going to be on board with my mission and my vision. But when you know your opinions, your beliefs, and your realities are valid, not in relation to anyone else, just because you have them, you might not, you might not like all parts of who you are, but yet you know that they exist and they must be acknowledged. So I want you to consider when, when your core sense of self is so adaptable and dependent and so open to outside influence, even what you think others believe about you can shape the way you see yourself. You have to embrace that because there's going to be no place for maturity in a state of boundarylessness. And these are the boundaries I'm talking about, the ones you have with yourself. And you know how to let that good stuff in and you keep that bad stuff out. Because when you're faced with stressful situations that tax your resources, all the good stuff that you have inside of you, your emotional maturity will be tested. So I recommend when you're shopping, and I do say shopping for a business or a romantic partner, watch how they deal with stressful situations and therein lies your future. But to give you the best sense of when you are nearing the limits, we all have limits of our internal resources to cope with stress, and the things that may throw you over the edge. You wanna start by being self-accountable because it can be very helpful. When life becomes stressful or after you've had that moment of you know, what we call stress-induced reactivity, it can be helpful to touch base with the events that impact your experience. 
So the more you learn to be self-accountable, the stronger your faith in yourself is going to grow. This allows for failure. It allows for flexibility and forgiveness when you unavoidably fall off the path. When you have self-trust, you know the path is still going to be there waiting for you. And this is the essence of self-accountability that leads to empowerment, which can lead to transformation. These everyday decisions, small or large, can lead to your greatest transformation. This is Dr. Janie Lacey, and today I'm asking you to stand tall as you face the greatest giant in your life. And that is the woman or the man in the mirror. So that, my folks, before I ask, Yes, just, Ramon. Just Ramon, I just want to acknowledge you. I have a link at the top to your amazing TED Talk. So can you just take two seconds and shout that out so we can click that before I change it back to the amazing Morning 5 Planner, if you don't mind? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Ramon. Thank you for, re for reminding me. Yesterday, my TEDx uh, talk was released, Breaking the Chains of Unhealthy Relationships. So Woo! you can share, yes, share oh, my big awesome. ideal and spread the word that healing is possible when we do the work. You know, we can learn to love better by facing the invisible forces that shaped us. And it's been my life's work and my, one of my greatest accomplishments to be able to share some, a little snippet of my work in the 14, less than 14 minutes of my TEDx talk. So take time to like it, share it, review it, comment, or share it with someone that you may know that, you know, sometimes when we're in unhealthy relationships, you suffer in silence and you think, well, this is how life is going to be. It doesn't have to be that way because we can break the chains of unhealthy relationships. So yes, please like, review, share, comment. Um, those first 24 hours matters when it comes to the TEDx world. So I appreciate all of your support. Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.